Hello, and welcome back to another 3D Hangouts. My name is Noah Wes. I'm a designer here at Adafruit. Wait, that's one. And joining me every week is my brother, Pedro. Hey guys, what's going on? I'm Pedro Wes, creative tech here at Adafruit, and every week we come to share 3D printed projects featuring electronics from Adafruit. That is right. This is a show we combine 3D printing and DIY electronics to make inspirational projects like the one back there. We're going to talk about it in just a second, but before we do, we got a special coupon code for you guys today. If you want to pick up anything in the Adafruit shop, please do so and use coupon code PIXELBLADE. This is good uh, for everything in the shop except for gift certificates and subscriptions because we do that too. But PIXELBLADE will get you 10% off anything in the Adafruit shop except those two things I said. Yeah. And it was temp it's good for, uh, for today. <laughs> it's good for today. There's a lot of freebies uh, offerings in the uh, Adafruit shop. So if you go to adafruit.com slash free as I am doing so, this is a great way to test my webcam software stuff. Here it is. There are some freebie stuff. Um, we are giving away some things, so check out adafruit.com slash free for, the, for, those, um, for those freebies, the deals, the, the info. Looks like we have some new uh, iron-on patches. We got a little Adabat, Ada Lovelace, I think. Very cool. Um, very neat. And an Arduino Uno or something. Looks great. Sweet. We also have same-day delivery as an option for the folks in New York City, Manhattan area. Check out the website uh, for the details on that. We have uh, daily newsletters that happen. If you want a daily dose of Adafruit news and stuff, uh, you can check out adafruitdaily.com. standalone website. It's not tied to your Adafruit account if you have one, so you have to opt in to subscribe to that. CircuitPython meetings have, happen every Monday at 2 p.m., this is a great uh, opportunity to listen in on the call and find out what is going on in the world of CircuitPython. All the CircuitPython devs are there chatting about uh, libraries, chatting about uh, progress, and um, a great opportunity for the, the community to speak up and, and say things, uh, what are they working on, that sort of stuff. So check it out. The meeting happens on the Discord server, Adafruit Discord server. The link for that is discord.gg slash Adafruit. You can check it out there. Adafruit Jobs Board is available. It's up and uh, it went up this year, a couple weeks ago, I want to say, maybe a month ago. Uh, check it out. It's a great way for uh, maker companies and folks uh, to connect. So if you're looking for a gig with maker skills, with your maker skills, uh, make a profile. It's free. It's also free for the companies if you are looking for excellent skilled makers. We just released a detailed video explaining all the backends and all the preferences that you're able to do as a maker, as an employee. Definitely check that out. It should be linked down in this description and it just goes through. It's Jesse May walking us through all of the steps required to set up a job posting or apply for a job. Every time that question mark comes up, I'm gonna have to put, uh, I'm gonna take a shot of coffee. <laughs> a sip of coffee. Yeah. All right, that's uh, all the stuff in the intro, all the housekeeping things, I believe. Just quick shout out to everybody hanging out in the chat rooms. Hello, there's a fly in here, of course. Over up on the YouTube, we have Martin, Bobby, Ralph, Hello. James, Hello. Justin, Hi there, Andy Calway, number 17. Bienvenidos. And over on the Discord, if I can get over to it, Mr. Certainly is hanging out. Hello, Mr. Certainly. Don K. He's so certain. And Anna and, uh, Antia Data. Hey, folks. So we're hanging out in the Discord chat room. This is a great 24-7 chat. So uh, if you want to hang out there, share your projects, please do so. It's a great place to, uh, to get project help and share, uh, be among one of many makers. Cheers to Beverage Warehouse. Chime in, in and the YouTube chat. 
Sweet. Well, I hope everything's working. Um, let us know if the audio is okay and things like that. Last week we had a little issue, and hopefully we got them to some of that. You know that happens when we do a completely out. brand new set of um, equipment yeah. and a new workflow. So it's a learning curve. Yeah, I don't know why the question mark went up, but it did. And then I clicked the button and it came back. It's fine. Super weird. Let's go ahead and jump into this week's awesome project. It's been about two months or yeah, since it's, January it's in the works. February, actually. February, yeah. Yeah, so if you guys head on over to the Adafruit Learn site, you'll see that the Learn Guide is up there. Let's do that real quick. Present to you. Yay! This is the Prop Maker Keyblade, inspired by Kingdom Hearts Keyblades. Nice little... Oh gosh, I am all over the place with the, with the buttons. <laughs> yeah, so go ahead and turn it on. So this one uh, uses uh, the Prop Maker Featherwing and the Feather M4 Express. It has uh, some NeoPixels inside of the... That's completely dead, isn't it? Yep, completely dead. Oh my god, are you kidding me? Why is it dead? <laughs> We're gonna have to cancel the show. <laughs> it's fine. No, it's not. <laughs> Battery? No, it's just like yellow. I have no idea why. <laughs> oh gosh. Wow. The one thing we didn't test before the show is the actual project. Isn't that hilarious? All right. Well, I'm going to chuck this in the garbage now, and uh, we'll, we'll look at the learn guide. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why it's not working. It's got a yellow bug on it. It worked literally last night. Yeah. Believe me, it worked. All right. Well, we can take a look at the learn guide, I guess, and walk through it. Luckily, we have some really good footage of it. Gosh. Yeah. All right. Um, man, that is really hard to get back into the to the groove. Um, yeah. So take a look at the learn guide. Uh, the overview is just going to walk through what the project is. Um, the parts are listed here. So it's featuring the M4 Express, which makes it really easy to plug in all sorts of different feather wings, like the Prop Maker Feather Wing. Let's take a look at the Prop Maker Feather Wing product page. It's about ten bucks, and it works with any of the Adafruit feathers. I picked the M4 because of its speed, and it's an express board, so it works with Circuit Python. Here's a nice shot of like all the things that it can do. It can uh, power NeoPixels. It can power um, the three watt LEDs. It has button inputs, and it has a speaker uh, port for a, a, a four watt or three watt speaker, which is really nice. So if uh, you are looking to make a prop and you need to plug in all these things. Well, you can plug these things in because there's uh, these nice uh, JST connectors that are built right into the PCB, which makes it really easy to disconnect and, and sort of uh, maintenance, do maintenance on, on your project, which is uh, something that I need to do if I had time to not do the show. Prerequisite guides is just a list of some guides that we have to get people started if they want more info on either the Express board, the Feather M4, or the PropMaker Featherwing. There are some great uh, demo codes in those uh Guides and they also show you how to set up for Arduino and or CircuitPython. We also have a welcome guide to CircuitPython. We give you a rundown of all the things you need to know about CircuitPython and working with it. You also have an excellent guide to soldering, which helps you uh, say the word soldering. <laughs> Hardware, you do need a couple of screws and things to uh, to attach, and some uh, JST cables like these guys here. I would pick up a batch of these as I have been going through them. I actually need to pick up some more. 
Um, but yeah, these these uh, three pin JST uh, sockets and even the male connectors are great because uh, they're, they're they're working with just about everything that we are uh, coming out with. Um, for example, the um, the Pi Portal has uh, both a three pin and a four pin uh, JST connectors. Uh, so these are really nice. Check them out. Pick them up because um, they are really handy. So I have those listed. As far as tools go, this is just a list of uh, common tools and things that we use. Um, so check that out if you want to pick up any of the tools that we uh, we have. It's always good to have good a set of wire strippers and wire cutters. Here's some photos of the build when it works. <laughs> Let's move on to the circuit diagram. Circuit diagram is pretty straightforward. Uh, we are using the NeoPixel port that's built into the PropMaker Featherwing. So the NeoPixel rings actually have uh, multiple pins for voltage ground and uh, since it's a NeoPixel, uh, you can daisy chain them. So you can have data in and data out. So you can daisy chain them uh, together, which is what we're doing here. So the NeoPixel ring is going to the data in of the JST port on the NeoPixel, uh, the NeoPixel JST port on the PropMaker Featherwing. And then the NeoPixel strip is going into the data out of the NeoPixel ring. So this makes it so that uh, you only need one JST port. Uh, from the prop maker, which is great. Uh, the speaker just plugs into the speaker port, and then the slide switch uh, is connected to the enable and ground pins that are right on the side of the board there. So it's pretty straightforward, and um, the, uh, all the wirings uh, are, are, are broken out here in text format, um, which is nice. That's pretty much it for that. Um, we, create, we use uh, Fritzing software to create all of our uh, wiring diagrams. And we have a library, so all of our parts and things um, well, are just drag and drop. You can just click and, and create wires and stuff. Great, great piece of software. Check it out. It's free and open source. Jumping into the software page, uh, the intro will walk you through how to set up CircuitPython. It's never been easier to install CircuitPython with the, the CircuitPython.org website. I just uh, right-clicked and said uh, open a new tab, and it brought me to this page. This is circuitpython.org. Here on the side, you'll see you can download the latest stable release or even the beta. I tested out beta as well. And you can download them in all the different languages that are available, which is really nice. If you go, just click on the CircuitPython or go to the downloads page, you can see all the different products. Um, each one is going to have a special UF2 file for, for running CircuitPython. And um, if you would like to add your board, uh, you can you can uh, submit a pull request via GitHub. So there's a lot of uh, CircuitPython hardware from the community, like your little Sam guy here, little Sam M4, and even some new stuff, like this guy here that I'm even talking about. <laughs> this is about the M4 Super Size. I don't know, but that looks cool. Excellent. Oh yeah, we got the Meow Meow. Sweet. That's great. So there you go. Check out circuitpython.org get uh, CircuitPython on your hardware. Excellent. Um, this is using, uh, it's got some uh, library dependencies. So these are available in the CircuitPython library bundle. You can download that by clicking on this button here. This will, lo this will load the, uh, the release page, auto release page for the CircuitPython bundle. So you can just download it, uh, either three or four, whichever version you'd like to play with. I would probably play with version four. 
And these are the three libraries that are dependent to run the project, the code in the project. Uh, we're using the bus device and the LIS3DH, which is the accelerometer, and the NeoPixel um, library. So you need these three files inside of a lib folder in your CircuitPython drive. We like CircuitPython because uh, when you load the board into a computer, it loads up like a USB drive. So you can host your, you can store your code and assets there. Of course, the libraries as well. And it makes it easy to just kind of edit the code in any uh, software like a text editor or any computer because you don't need to download uh, software uh, to upload or compile or do any of that stuff. It just works off, off the drive, which is amazing. So we got that for you. Here's a quick, uh, quick uh, paragraph on how to install the code. You can uh, either download it from uh, GitHub or copy and paste it, however you prefer. You probably want to download it just to avoid any extra white spaces or anything. And uh, we have a little note here on uh, customization. So if you want to change the colors, you want to change the sensitivity of the accelerometer, we have uh, that info here for you. We also have some things like you can change the NeoPixel pin if you're using different hardware, uh, the audio pin, that sort of stuff. So you can change all that stuff if you want. When it comes to the audio files, uh, CircuitPython supports 16-bit mono wave files. Uh, it can go anywhere from 22 kilohertz all the way up to 44, depending on how much storage you want to use up. Uh, we're just I'm, I opted in to use the 22 kilohertz um, uh, bit rates, so um, they sound pretty good. Uh, I really wish the thing worked so I can let you listen to the hard work that went into making the sound effects. I did layer a lot of, of open uh, sourced, I guess they're open licensed. Um, Sounds from freesounds.org. What's what's the problem? No problem? No, continue. Right. I want problems. <laughs> so uh, that's where the sound effects are sourced from. They are included in the audio assets folder, a part of the GitHub repo, so you can download them there. Um, so yeah. Sweet, so that's the software page. Shout out to Katni Rimbor for uh, helping me out on this. Uh, she, she wrote the code and uh, you can check it out on GitHub. Sweet, thank you, Katni. 3D printing is uh, gonna have all the parts for you. You can download the CAD files. Uh, it's in the same GitHub repository, so they're all bundled there. When it comes to slicing, um, there are some dual extruded parts. So if uh, you have a dual, extruding, a dual extruder, uh, if you have a machine with a dual extruder head, uh, the software might uh, Change. This is using the Cura Slicer, and we are using the Ultimaker printers uh, to create these parts. So I kind of walk through uh, how to orient the parts, because uh, when you're working with um, dual extruded parts, you kind of want to export them out with their original origins and not like reorient them after the fact, because then they won't merge correctly. So uh, that's why uh, I have them pictures of how the optimal orientation, or at least how I oriented them, uh, on the bed. So there we go. These are all the pieces that uh, require dual extrusion 3D printing. If folks want a single extruded version, um, you can use, in slicing software, you can merge some of the files. You can use Tinkercad or Fusion 360, just open the source file and merge them yourself. Um, I had, didn't have time to do that, um, but we can, I guess we can go back and visit it and, and try to make those out. If people really want them, just ask for them, I guess. But uh, there are some opportunities. Uh, if folks have dual extruders, time to test them out. Yeah, there we go. There's a full list of parts list here, and I have them segmented. So 
So like the handle assembly has all of these parts, blade assembly has all these parts, etc. etc. When it comes to the filament colors, uh, it's probably important to note that the, there was no post-processing done on any of the parts. They are all fresh out of the printer, uh, relatively zero cleanup from them. So it's a testament to how great the filament is. This is premium filament, PLA, from a company called Filamentum, most of them. It's uh, their like, extra fill line of filaments. They have like glitter-infused filament. It just looks gorgeous, so check it out. I have a link there. Uh, I'm using Vertigo Galaxy, Vertigo Gray, Gold Happens, Rapunzel Silver. And we do carry two of the other ones in the shop, in the Adafruit shop. We actually carry the Clear PLA and the Cool Gray PLA. Uh, yeah, and I believe these pieces right here show you what color is in what part. Yeah, do you have something, a question? No, we have the, both those colors in both sizes. So we have it in 285. Or three millimeter or the 1.75 so it should work on all the printers we carry yeah this is great material if you want to uh do light diffusion with neopixels this is our go-to material and it looks pretty cool looks under great. uv fluorescent lights too which we'll preview in a little bit and here's the cool gray which is just a nice kind of uh off-white color this works great we use this filament all the time for like our retro builds so like our little mac mini our yeah, little alarm color. clock it's a nice kind of slightly beige yeah, very nice. So those are the colors. Excellent. Sweet. Next up, we're going to walk through the wiring. It's just a quick note on um, how all the parts are wired. Again, we're using those three-pin JST connectors for most of the things, at least for the NeoPixel ring and the NeoPixel strip. For the NeoPixel strip, I'm using the high-density version. This is the 144 per meter size, which is called high-density, it's easier to say. Um, and they're just regular NeoPixels. The, they're not dot stars. They're not uh, NeoPixel with the white. They're just regular RGB NeoPixels. So uh, that works well with the, the CircuitPython library. Uh, the toggle switch is uh, wired in line with a JST connector so that we can uh, quickly disconnect it. So that's right. Or if you want to uh, be able to recharge the battery, you can wire it up to the enable and ground pins on the prop maker wing. So you have your choice on how you want to wire that. For the speaker, the speaker does come with some wires, but uh, we are—we uh, had to wire in one of these uh, uh, Pico Molex connectors. They're those very tiny JST-like connectors. They're like half the size, and uh, we're starting to use them quite a bit in uh, all of the all of the uh, hardware that uh, that has a built-in speaker port. We're opting into use that Molex Pico Blade connector, and we sell these cables. They're linked in the overview. I would pick those up as well because uh, it's just so easy to disconnect them. It really is, especially when you're assembling something 20 times plus. Like it, I've broken this thing so many times and breaking and broken every single wire. So uh, you want to make sure you uh, use some good wires. And there you go. All right, now it comes to the assembly. A bit of the hardest part of the project, in my opinion. Um, the header feather setup is you can use either. The, the short or the regular sized headers. You want to use a female header setup for, uh, for the actual feather itself, and then male header pins for the prop maker itself. I start off by setting up the canister by plugging in the parts or snappy fitting them. There's a little uh, bottom piece that snap fits into the bottom of this canister thing. The feather gets mounted to this, uh, this little 3D printed bracket and is secured with these four screws. And then um, once that's set up, you can just uh, install, snap fit the, uh, the prop maker wing right on top of the feather. So you can take that off and on as you, as you like. 
installing the NeoPixel ring, uh, you kind of have to do a little dance here. You got to thread it through the bottom because it kind of has to come out. So uh, yeah, it. Uh, I had to do this assembly like three times to get the order right. It really is about the right order operation because you'll have this thing set up, you'll install it, and you're like, well, now I can't get the wire in there now, can I? So that's why we are threading it through the feather mount first. And then we can throw the whole thing aside and stuff it in here. <laughs> There's some little nubs on the edges of the uh, the bottom cliff there. Uh, this thing here, I don't know if your mouse can see it or not. Yeah, right there. Uh, and there is a uh, these little nubs on the side that will kind of clip the edge and keep it in place. So you just press fit that, and uh, that way the, uh, the NeoPixel ring can be removed. You don't have to glue it, because uh, it just has a nice press fit and has some tight tolerance just so it stays in place. Yeah. To connect the switch, uh, I plug it into the, the port on the NeoPixel, uh, or the port on the, on the Adafruit Feather. So you can just plug it into there before we stuff everything in. Then we want to connect the NeoPixel thing. Basically, you want to connect. You want to have the NeoPixel ring installed first, and then just start plugging everything into the the feather wing uh, slash feather setup, so that then you can import it or import it. And then you can uh, mount it to the uh, to the canister. So you can have to do the stuff in the right steps. Uh, the next thing I have here is to set up the speaker that uh, also has these uh, a little press fit action. The uh, the little cap that goes on top of the canister has, again, these little nubs that just kind of um, are press-fitted and they, they kind of clasp onto the, uh, the edge of the, of the speaker, the body of the speaker. And then once uh, we get that set up and everything's plugged in, we can, uh, we can, we can thread the, uh, the female JST connector from the NeoPixel ring out through this little opening here on the side of the canister because that's where the blade is connected to. So uh, once we bring that in, we want to line up those mounting holes and then um, drive uh, two machine screws uh, to secure the feather mount to the canister. And that's kind of how the setup looks like. If you want to look at the pictures uh, at full resolution, just right click and say open in, in a new tab. And that should launch uh, a standalone page where you have options of photo sizes. Um, our, our, our photos are about 5K big uh, in size, so you can get a really good look at how the wiring is or how it's supposed to be oriented. Because um, you do want to definitely double check that uh, it's in the right spot. I, I actually connected things backwards or upside down, and it's my own design. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it happens. So uh, good, good point to reference photos. When it comes to the blade detail, there's actually a couple of different pieces that are uh, dual extruded. So you can see here that the blade is dual extruded with transparent and gray PLA. And then the decals are, print, are also do extruded with this gold PLA and the silver PLA. So that's how we will get those four different colors in one part. I used E6000 with, a, uh, with like a syringe nozzle to apply uh, the glue on here. I like using that. I don't, I don't like using super glue too much. E6000 has, has less haze when it dries. That and it would dry way too fast. Yeah, it would probably dry way too fast, yeah. You have a lot of work time to play with it before it gets tacky. And then this is the NeoPixel strip side by side next to the, uh, the fully glued and dried blade. Uh, I believe there's about 28 pixels. I have it written in the guy. Let me look here. Is it 28, 30? Whatever amount, if you were using a medium strip or a low density strip, that's going to change. So just kind of pick out how long you want your strip to be. If, you're, if you have a full roll of it, uh, feel free to add as many as you want. 
um, or as little as you want. Yeah, but uh, it uh, the blade is sized for the regular sized uh, NeoPixel. So if you want to use a mini skinny NeoPixel strip, you, you can, can do that. that. There's plenty of room in there for it. But uh, yeah, I wanted to size it for that because there there really aren't any. You can't go any bigger than the, than these NeoPixels. So I thought that was a good thing to use instead of the mini skinnies. All right, so uh, the way I get this to work is uh, I kind of thread um, the the male, is it male, yeah, the male JST connector from the NeoPixel strip into the the bottom blade here. The blade is hollow, by the way. There's two openings. There's this bottom opening and the top opening. I start off with the bottom just so that I can get that male connector in the right spot. These are just photos I'm looking at. <clears throat> Where am I? Yeah, I'm right there. So yeah, I'm installing here. Uh, and then you want to get the wire to kind of come out of this little slit here. So that uh, so that way we can connect this JST connector into the other one that's wired to the ring. So we can share it, share the daisy chain, the NeoPixel connection. Let me start closing these tabs. I got too many. All right. Excellent. So once uh, that's installed, we can test it out by... Uh, Getting it close to the canister and just plugging in those two wires, flipping the switch, plugging in the battery and seeing if it all turns on or off. Um, if, you're, if you're handling it a lot and you're taking it apart a lot, you definitely want to be careful with, um, with the NeoPixel ring as uh, I was able to break a couple connections by just twisting it and messing with it a lot. Um, so you do want to be careful and definitely want to test before you uh, assemble anything further, which is always a good tip. Test as much as you can. I install the speaker cap next. Uh, we install the blade next. The, the blade, uh, getting the blade to get the snap into this canister took a little bit of trial and error. Uh, the best way that I found is to really just hold it the way I have it here. <laughs> you do not want to hold on to those teeth because they are sharp. Ask me how I know. Um, so you want to grasp it like that and be careful because uh, those are pretty sharp uh, serrated teeth and uh, they can cut you up. So you want to hold on to the blade with two hands like that. And you want to actually, you actually take off the feather wing. You prop it open so that you can get your two fingers on top of the headers on the Feather M4 Express because that's what's mounted to the, the feather mount. And then you just want to use your index fingers and your thumbs uh, to apply pressure on those headers so that it snaps those nubs into uh, little grabbers on the side of the canister. And that's how I was able to get it to snap in. Uh, once it snaps in, it's, it's not in there forever. You can still take it out. But uh, if you want to snap it in, you do have to kind of get your fingers in there, kind of a Chinese finger trap style, and then kind of uh, rock back and clip for one edge and then clip the other edge with your two fingers. So that's a little bit of a try and error, like I was saying. Next up is to install the pipe. This, uh, the, the, this is kind of the only way I can figure out how to orient the part without any supports. Uh, I just broke out this little coupler piece and uh, away from the flange of the, of the pipe so that um, so I could just screw them together. And this is another dual extruded part, the, the, the pipe with the hose. The hose is, is dual extruded onto that piece there, so it's just one piece. To install the battery, you just plug it into the, uh, the, uh, the toggle switch with the JST connector. And then um, you can do some wire management and just kind of 
smooth them out so that they're bundled up so you can fit them inside the piping. The toggle switch has a little, it, it gets housed, it's panel mounted to the coupler. There's a little uh, kind of slit on the side wall that's sized for the stem of the toggle switch. And then you can use the included hardware, uh, it's a hex nut, I believe, to, uh, to fasten and panel mount uh, the toggle switch to the side of the, of, the, of the coupler. Yeah. So once that's secured in place, then you can start uh, clipping the, the, uh, the bottom of the canister to the coupler. There's these little uh, snap fit edges that uh, will kind of get pressed, fitted inside of the, of the bottom of that canister. Yeah. And then really once you plug it in, uh, that whole assembly there is pretty much the project. Then you can add on the extra tubing, the extra piping, and the handle assembly. So it's easy to kind of break it off from there, just twist to unlock it, and then um, you, can, you can store it away or, or put it in your bag or something if you're going into a con. Yeah. So definitely check out the Learn Guide if you do want to build the project. Uh, it's pretty thorough. If you walk through it and read it, and it's got some good details in there. And of course, if you want to make your own cosplay prop with NeoPixel IDs, please check out the code and uh, uh, pick up a prop maker wing. You, get that, you can get 10% off your order right now if you use our coupon code. There's about 10 in stock right now. And uh, what was that coupon code? It was PixelBlade. So uh, check that out. All right. I wonder if I could try to get this thing working while uh, you share your prototype. Okay, cool. Is that a good um, idea? So I had to mute my mic since we are getting that echo again. So uh, I'm going to do that. Hey, what's up, everybody? Go ahead, Pedro. Hello, hello, hello. Okay. Is this, this better? better? Uh, we'll find out in whatever the lack. Yeah, there's about a minute or so. Um, we really appreciate you guys like hanging in there with us. And definitely for letting us know when the mic's going. Yeah, it's a big deal, too. Please let us know when things are going wrong because, uh, yeah. Super, super crazy train wrecks every single week. <laughs> well, when you're doing, doing a whole new, new workflow, workflow and uh, doing new why are we doing that? <laughs> it's, it's like, like kind of had to. He's just listening, listening in to see if. Uh... Really? really? Mm -mm. Can, can you, you mute your mic? Oh, oh no, just, just the button here. If you can't do it, then I'm just gonna yell. Okay. No, it's just you now. I can't. Oh, okay. Yeah. So when you're done, just let me know. Uh, that you're done so I can put mine on or something. It doesn't make any sense because we've already tested it and it worked fine. It's Wirecast. Yeah, maybe. There's gremlins inside the software. <laughs> if they exist. All right, go ahead. Let's, uh, what, what camera do you want you have to tell me? Uh, so to just extend it a little bit more. Yeah, it's the uh, baseball stadium. That's okay, good, good, good. That should be good. Crazy. Yep, we know Echo. Yep, sounds like a baseball stadium. I'm about to flip this table. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and jump into what are we prototyping. <laughs> I'm going to show a quick preview of this. Um, so this is another PT idea project. We'll just do a quick little sneak preview of it. Um, so everybody's been having fun printing the this super cute little octopus. And I got the idea, uh, I forget who posted, just doing like, a cute little... Um, Iron. It's alive. So I gave me an idea alive. with PT's project, who got this really cool idea from these Japanese um, little fighting fish. There's no motor in there. How's it moving? There's no like 
Yeah, it's just ligaments. There's no it's magnets in there. Put in place little working? hinges. And it was uh, based off a little toy that he saw. It was like a little fish that was moving around, like a robotic fish. And he tasked me with figuring out how to actually get something like that work. And this is what we came up with. A creepy little... Live. Yeah, live octopus. What is my purpose? I know, right? And we got this Dance. cool little um, sort of like a starfish. It's just dancing around there. And uh, we didn't set up the overview, the, the side view, because of course there was problems with that as well. So the main project of how we're actually going to present this, we'll show it show off right next here. week. Of show it right here. Let's see if this will work. Actually, no, it won't work because it's not going to look as cool. Yeah, I don't have the the other case that I need for the nice illumination of it. But we can quickly just preview something like, you know, just give you an idea of what this is going to be. Uh, of course, our audience is smart enough to know what is actually happening here, so I won't uh, spoil it. But well, we'll show this off next week, or if magic? you want to. Yeah, it's not magic. <laughs> well, I mean, it's your wire. So. <laughs> if it better. didn't have a wire and you had it all. Well, let me show it like that. Inside the box, I think. <laughs> it's with my crap. trick. I was alive. and pick it up and it's dead. Just <laughs> looking at the chat with all the funniest. But yeah, it's it's pretty cool seeing um, a cool little object come to life with uh, the magic of using really cool materials. Yeah. So we'll take a look at that next week. For now, let's just be mesmerized by this starfish. <laughs> So creepy, but so mesmerizing to watch. <laughs> I think the uh, octopus is the, the coolest one of it. Uh, see, we will show that next week. I've started. I think I've started posting some of the um, behind the scenes of uh, how this works on our social media. So definitely check that out. We get to follow the Earfoot one though as well. This is just super creepy, huh? <laughs> <clears throat> And of course, we got other yeah, objects okay. too that uh, utilize the nice hinge design that uh, makes something like this work. So, uh, some of the projects, I guess, is besides desk toys, like an attraction. So, this is definitely something you would see like at a waiting queue at Disney or something like that. Or for Halloween props, we're definitely going to utilize this technique again for other projects that involve bringing something to life by um, yeah, just simple, using uh, a different material. Promise. Uh, super cool. <laughs> Could be saying that's probably sanding the surface nice and smooth. It's <laughs> a good idea, actually. Sender <laughs> bot. Yeah. All right. Cool. So that is my little preview of, uh, I guess, next week's project, which is already filming. Uh, it looks so creepy. <laughs> so cool. This little guy. Some other sea critters as well that uh, that work well with this project. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's saying um, try some acrylic piece. So I printed on a uh, glass and that Makes that it that it's a lot more smoother. Yeah, when you print it on glass. So we'll be previewing that next week. All right, cool. Excellent. That's what we've been prototyping. It's a nice little ways to bring inanimate objects to life. Yay. We'll quickly jump into this week's uh, time, uh, Community Makes. Yep. Community Makes. Here's the time-lapse video. Hopefully it runs. Yay. This one's nice.
This is a print-to-place garbage truck by Jack Thomas. Also known as Thomas. I think that's his uh, Thingiverse username. Mm, Jack Mm-hmm. Cool. And this is actually our first video in 4K. So all the detail comes out. Very nice. So there's uh, space enough for about three feathers, as you can see there. And it is all printed place, so the little uh, back, uh, little storage comp compartment, the door all hinges, and the wheels actually move as well. So excellent print for testing out your tolerances, although the, the tolerances for this is so loose that any type of uh, printer should be able to print this really good since the joints are pretty loose. There's pretty spaced apart. Take a look at the overhead. You can see that all the wheels, nice little turn on them. You even have space for like a mini fig on the inside here. Door doesn't open, but it compensates for having the door in the back open. And as I said before, you have about room for three feather boards on the inside there. It's about the size of that. The hinges, like I was saying before, uh, have a nice spacing between them. So you should be good with any type of um, uh, extrusion width on your printer. Same thing with the door part there. You have a nice little preview of what's on the inside there. And it is an excellent print for uh, you know, toys or just having a nice uh, idea of how to implement a nice little hinge that works this way. Takes about five hours, I believe. Um, only because I was doing the time lapse, so your time will vary on that. And you can even print these and uh, with all the parts separated so you can do a dual extrusion as well. Multiple colors going on there. Sweet. Cool. Check it out on Thingiverse. Like my audio is not working. So. Nope. Let me mute. Oh, I'd have to switch. Go ahead oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah. Check Thingiverse. it out on Thingiverse. We have it linked there. Excellent print. Um, it should be able to print on even the smallest printer since it doesn't go over a hundred uh, millimeters, I believe. Sweet. So excellent print for uh, testing out print-to-place parts. Sweet. Cool. Real quick, I want to jump in the uh, the Discord chat as a part of the community makes. This caught our attention this from JB posting awesome. this make of the Pie Girl build. Do you want me to mute this? Oh, yeah, that's right. Thank you for reminding me. Yeah, hey, hey, folks. So I just wanted to share this awesome make by JB on the Discord server on the Help with 3D Printing channel. Uh, he posted these photos of the of his of pie build there's just some some other parts here which looks really cool so uh, shout out to you sir thank you for sharing that these look really nice it has this makerspace nyc on there with the adafruit logo that's great that's awesome yay the model 3b plus excellent i like that uh logo there the pie girl logo that looks really nice excellent sweet cool if you want to share your projects too go ahead and drop them in the uh, 3d printing page and if you tag us in it i'll actually post it on the blog so please do that um it's it's uh it doesn't take much to to post that and tag us in it so please do it's up to you if you want <laughs> excellent i think it's gonna be it for the show i, I really need to fix this thing <laughs> so yeah i've already told everybody we're gonna be updating our os updating uh it's Wirecast. I'm on Wirecast 7. They're, they're on version 12. You're not even on Mojave yet. No, I'm not even on Mojave, yeah. So the computer needs to be updated. Probably yeah. more I need to be updated as well. I'm going to go uh, firmware update time, myself. Yeah. Cool. Well, I appreciate you guys for dealing with us. You, you make me really happy if you use the coupon code PIXELBLADE. 
That would be awesome. It'll save you 10% off on your order. I don't know if my mic is on or not. But it's not. It's it fine. No, no, no. It's fine. I can just yell. Uh, Pixelay gets you 10% off on your order. Everything except subscriptions and... Let's try one more last time. Hey, folks. Hello. How are you doing? No, you try. Hello, hello, hello. I won't know until the lag yeah. catches up on the stream. Let's do like triple dipple lag. Hey, what's hey, up, folks? Hello, hello. I don't know. I didn't. The, the echo is because you're monitoring it through the speakers, but I, I can't really tell. Hold on. It's just getting up to that spot. Yeah. What's fun? Hey, that actually sounds good. Yeah. Of course. Of right course. at the end of the show. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And then, <laughs> isn't that something? Oh, Wirecast. I you, know we tested this. You. <laughs> Thank you all for joining Baron with us. We're here every week. We'll be on uh, Show and Tell later tonight. Go ahead and run through all of our shows. Yes. This is just the first show of the morning or of the day. Later today. The worst later show tonight. The <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have uh, Show and Tell. So yes. everybody from around the world comes together, shows off. We really appreciate what you guys awesome do. It's Lamar projects. Phil's favorite 30 minutes of the whole day. It really jazzes so definitely them up. Show up. So Even show if you have a project in progress do we want to see the steps and where you are at for that yeah, lamar well. and phil definitely like seeing that you may even get um uh if they like it enough we might even send you parts to complete the project or that have right. you guys write a guide on that project so definitely show up for that yeah show off what you're working on right after that ask an engineer comes on every wednesday at 8 p.m i think this week is the unboxing for ada box so definitely want to tune in for that. It's going to be a live section right at the end of the unboxing. I'm sure there's going to be a giveaway, so definitely tune in for that. So that's to this, this tonight, I believe. Tonight, right? Unboxing Ada Box tonight with so. John Park. And then I don't know if John's doing Thursday at 4 p.m. I don't I know. say yes. Maybe. I think there's going to be another... Uh, Double John? I think so. I think so. Double JP? Awesome. All right. Well, if not uh, every other Thursday, then at uh, 4 p.m. Eastern Time. And yeah, you can watch reruns on the playlist for play all of the shows that we have. So definitely check that out. Yep. You've been watching 3D Hangouts. <laughs> Happens every Wednesday. You used to have it on a Thursday, I guess. Huh. Used to, yeah. Yeah. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> Thank uh, you for joining us every week. Yes. We really appreciate it. Don't forget, coupon code is PixelBlade. Works on anything, even 3D printers. That's a great yeah, deal. Yeah, somebody was suggesting, actually, what printer we suggest and for starting off i don't know if you can see it in the screen right behind me the inventor yeah the this inventor. guy one of our engineers just picked one up and he was so impressed with you know you didn't have to mess with any of the settings you just hit print and it does its little auto leveling thing a successful first Works. print none heard of yes, never printed out printers. a pi portal case so a lot of our projects obviously you're gonna need to do 3d printing for it so that's pretty nice. Good. I like it. Printer. Yeah. Use 175 filament. Works with NinjaFlex. Has a great uh, auto leveling, Wi-Fi capabilities, touchscreen. Wi-Fi. Oh my God. Only so thing it doesn't have is the camera. But who needs that? The camera works. The oh, yeah, NinjaFlex. Yeah. Uh, actually, no, no, not that one. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. And uh, yeah, you're just printing uh, the Octo Print. Some some really nice fine details here. Forgot we did that. It's great. Did you do that or they did that? No, we did that. We did. Yeah, these are all our photos. Yeah. Sweet. Maybe should we take them with the new camera? Yeah, I won't comment that uh, 
remote think it was bed. Kirby who was saying it on your teeth for the blade, maybe printed in Ninja Flex. We do have the translucent Ninja Flex. That is a good idea, but it's teeth, and they always come out like, well, it depends maybe. on the orientation maybe. and stuff. Maybe Cheetah, if Cheetah was white. That's what I was thinking, Cheetah. I think we do have Cheetah translucent. All right, guys, we're going to yeah. go update everything. Thank yeah, you all for joining you. again. Again, we really appreciate it. We'll see you later tonight. Hanging out. And next week. Cheat. Until then, remember to make a great day. Even if it's a bad day, make it a great one. Bye, folks. Have a great one. I can't even end the show. I, the buttons don't work. <laughs>